Welcome to A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, Lead Practitioner at Holistic Natural Health Australia and number one best-selling author. In this podcast, I aim to give you practical tips on how to accelerate and sustain your health, increase your financial, spiritual and emotional wealth and to look at something that haunts many of us needlessly, weight loss. In some episodes, I'll have guests available to give you even more tips, but in others, the floor is yours. Drop us a line at A Magical Life Podcast on Facebook and let me know what you would like to know more about. Now, sit back and enjoy, because it is time for you to create and truly discover a magical life. Welcome back to A Magical Life. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, and this is your episode 88. Now, wherever you're listening to this around the world, at the moment as I record this, New Year has just been, and I wish you all a very happy and prosperous New Year. But let's get on with this episode. Many times in our lives we see animals in need and I know for myself before I became a wildlife rescuer I actually didn't really know how to help those animals when I found them. Now whether they be orphaned or you know victims of a storm or victims of people or the usual which is road accident victims they do need our help. But how do you do that and how do you do it safely? How do you do it with the animal's needs in mind? Down here in Australia, we have many fascinating animals that unfortunately have road collisions a lot. And there are certain ways that you can treat these animals. But before I get on to Australian-specific animals, Let me talk worldwide. So let's cover things like large animals. So deer, they're all around the world. Here in Australia, they're a pest, but they are all around the world. Very large animals that you're not going to be able to move off the road. So if you see one that has been hit by a truck or a bus or a car, then you need to call the road authorities. You also need to call your local wildlife rescue group. Now, you call the road authorities for a very large animal like that because they are too heavy to move off the road. You call the local wildlife animal rescue group so the animal can be euthanized safely, quickly, and in the best needs of the animal. Now, why do you do this and not just leave it? Well, first of all, Just leaving an animal in pain is a terrible thing to do. You wouldn't want someone to do that to you. Also, it can be a traffic hazard. So it could be in the way of traffic. It could be not immobile through its injury, so it could be darting in and out of traffic. And these big animals can cause a lot of damage. Any animal, when in pain, will lash out. That's its only defence. So clipping a large animal or maiming a large animal 
will cause that animal to run on adrenaline. And what it's going to do is try and defend itself. Let's look at some smaller animals like, well, near west, I think you have opossums, you have raccoons. Again, an animal in distress will lash out. It will try and defend itself. So again, call your local wildlife animal or animal. So again, call your local wildlife or animal rescue group. Now, while we're talking small animals, cats and dogs as well, we're not just talking wildlife here. Do not just hit someone's cat. Hopefully the cat isn't outside, but there are a lot of feral cats around the world. Do not hit someone's cat or dog and just leave it. If it is a pet, if it has identification, call the owner. If it doesn't, please pick it up, put it in a box. Be very careful because, again, injured animals lash out and take it to a vet. Now, if you can't do that, call an animal rescue group. Working down the line here, we've got birds. Now, your local wildlife animal rescue group will help you. But there are several types of birds. So we have raptors, owls, eagles, hawks, things like that. You do not want to attempt to pick one of those up. Why? Because they have very sharp talons, very wide wing expansion with very strong wings and very sharp beaks. Do not attempt to rescue a bird of prey. Call your local wildlife animal rescue group. They will come out with trained rescuers to do that for you. Then you have smaller birds. Now, around the world, there's starlings, blackbirds, minor birds, sparrows, lots of birds. Again, just put a towel around it, put it in a box, take it to your local vet. Don't leave it on the side of the road. Many birds are very social. We'll talk more about social animals a bit later, but many birds, particularly In the Northern Hemisphere, crows, we know them as ravens here. Magpies that we have here, they live in family groups. So if you leave one injured on the road, its partner and its family will come and try and get it up. They don't know it's dead straight away. And so what happens is they get hit as well on the road. So the best thing to do is... Pick it up. If it's dead, move it off the road. If it's injured, take it to the vet. And then we have lizards, turtles, snakes. I guess you could throw frogs in there too. So turtles, pick them up off the road very gently if they're still alive. Move them in the direction they were facing off the road and they will just go along their merry way. They're trying to find a water source. If they're injured, take them to the vet. Again, pick them up with a towel and put them in a box safely so they can't slide around. Take them to the vet. Lizards, the same thing. If they're dead, just move them off the road. Now, frogs are a little different. And why? 
Frogs have very sensitive skin, and if you pick them up with your bare hands, you will actually dry out their skin and injure them. So how do you pick up a frog? You put some water on your hands. If you have a drink bottle with some water in it or a bottle of water in the car, wet your hands before you touch the frog. Most of the time they'll hop off the road anyway, but if it's extreme temperatures, you want to give them a helping hand, literally but make sure your hands are wet. When it comes to snakes, never, ever, anywhere in the world, handle a snake, call a snake catcher. Uh, In Australia, we have most of the deadly snakes from around the world live here. So never, ever handle a snake. If you live in Australia, the eastern brown snake has about 15 different colour variations and can be mistaken for a non-venomous snake. So never, ever handle a snake. Okay, Australian animals. We're blessed to have koalas here. They look really cute, fluffy and cuddly, and they are. I adore them. But they have very sharp claws. Now, those sharp claws are designed to scale a tree. An injured koala may think your legs are a tree and it will shred your legs. They are very heavy. So do not try and pick up a koala with bare legs. Obviously, you'll have some gloves on your hands. If you can wrap a towel around your legs in summer, just to protect yourself a little bit. But the best thing to do is if you need to move a koala off the road, be very, very careful and then call a wildlife rescue group. In Australia, we have kangaroos and wallabies. Now, wallabies are solitary animals, so you're most likely only going to find one. They have very long tails and they are mostly placid, but remember any animal in distress will lash out. If you find one injured, please call your local wildlife rescue group immediately. Now, if you find one dead, and the same goes for kangaroos, grab it by the tail and pull it off the road. Pull it off the road so that no other wallaby in the area will get hit. Lift up the back leg. If there's testicles, it's obviously a boy. If there aren't, there's a pouch. Now, what I need you to do with some gloves on is gently open the pouch. Check for young. So marsupials give birth to live young. The live young crawl up to the pouch where they attach to a teat. They grow there for several months, depending on which animal it is. Now, they attach to the teat. And their mouth actually fuses around the teat because that's where they're going to be for a long time, developing. It's almost like uh, when we as humans have premature babies and they're very dependent on their life support. Well, a teat is the life support for a young joey. Now, the joey life cycle, they start as what's known as the embryo, so we refer to that as a jelly bean. They 
they resemble a little pink jelly bean. That jelly bean will then start to form its legs, arms, tail, will then develop to a pinky stage where it looks like a miniature wallaby or kangaroo or koala or whatever it is. Then it will get its first hair. It will open its eyes. Its ears will pop up, get its first hair. It's known as a velvet because the hair looks like velvet. Then it becomes furred. It's usually out of the pouch when it becomes furred. Then it becomes at foot, which describes how it lives. If it's a kangaroo or a wallaby, it's at foot. So it will be at mum's feet and in and out of the pouch, drinking. There's usually another one in the pouch by then. So an at foot will only pop its head in for a drink. Then it becomes juvenile and, of course, young adult and adult. So there's various stages in a life cycle of a marsupial. At all stages, they need help. So if there is something attached to the teat, we're going to need you to get some scissors, cut the teat. Do not pull the joey off the teat because it will suffer horrendous internal bleeding. It will almost implode because of that really strong suction of being fused on the teat. So we're going to need you to cut the teat, put a pin in the end of the teat so it doesn't get swallowed, put the joey in a T-shirt or a cloth, wrap it up and keep it warm and safe. Never put a young animal alone in a box. So as wildlife rescuers, what we do with joeys is we have them in a little pouch and we put them down our tops to keep them warm and they can hear a heartbeat. So that's a wallaby. Now we have kangaroos here. Many types of kangaroos around different parts of Australia. But the treatment is all the same. Now, remember I mentioned birds are social. Kangaroos are very social. They have large family structures known as mobs. And the females will often group together. They'll form a, like a mother's group, aunties, grandmas will all be there. The babies will all be raised together. The Juveniles will all learn what to do together. So when a kangaroo is hit on the roads, it goes without saying that the other kangaroos will come and visit the body. So again, you need to grab any deceased kangaroo by the tail, pull it off the road, check the pouch, as I said. But this time you need to make sure the body is well away from the road. You need to call your local wildlife rescue group immediately. I hear many people here say, oh, yeah, I hit a kangaroo on the road, but it's okay. It got up and hopped away. It's not okay. Kangaroos and wallabies can develop myopathy very quickly. And what happens to a kangaroo when it's collided with a car? 
is the myopathy starts straight away. Now, you see it hop away and go into a field or the bush. What's actually happening is it's hopped away and now it's in pain. The myopathy will set in and this kangaroo is going to die very slowly in the field or the bush that you saw it hop away into. But you've convinced yourself it's okay because it got up and moved. It's not okay. Call it in, report it straight away. Now, here in Australia, we have possums. Again, they have pouches. So the life cycle of a joey possum is it's a jelly bean. It goes to the pouch, develops to a pinky, velvet, furred. Then it doesn't become at foot. It becomes a back rider. So mother possums all around the world will hold their babies on their back until they are juvenile. So what should you do with a possum in Australia? Well, if it's injured, you need to call the local wildlife rescue group. If it's been hit by a car, you need to check the pouch. If you can see teats with milk, obviously the joeys have been ejected somewhere or fallen off or whatever. So you need to look for them. Actually, same with the kangaroos and, well, every animal. If there is a teat with milk, that is a lactating mother, look for a joey. With possums, you can pick them up very carefully with a towel, pop them in a box and take them to your local vet. Now, here in Australia, it should be free for every wildlife case that you take to a vet because the vets sometimes get reimbursed by governments, but they should not be charging you to take wildlife in. They will ask you for details, and that is because wildlife need to be released within 50 metres of where they were found when they're well, because that's their home range. Again, do not touch snakes, but just remember that they deserve a life too. So that's some things on how you can help some of the animals. Now birds. Birds, you really have to love them. Come springtime, anywhere in the world, ducks have babies. Now ducks will have up to 15 babies at a time. Duck parents are not the smartest parents. They will try and cross the road with their family. The mother and the father will stay together. They co-parent and they will have their little group of ducklings following them across the road. So if you're seeing that it's duck season, please do take care. Slow down and allow the ducks across the road. If it looks like they're going to be in danger, get out. Use a towel and gently ferry them across the road. Give them a bit of helping hand and slow the traffic down. Ducks are a law unto themselves. And most of the time, they're brilliant, brilliant parents. But some of the time... They're just not as smart as we'd like them to be. They're certainly not your raven kind of intelligence. So just give them a bit of a helping hand. 
wherever in the world you are, you have amazing wildlife on your doorstep. There are some things that you need to do to help them. In winter, make sure that you have some shrubs, some pot plants, something that will give them some warmth and some shelter, no matter what animal it is. In summer, make sure, again, that you have some safe spaces away from the sun. You need to put water dishes out. Medium to shallow depth water dishes are best. And if you can put pebbles and sticks in those water dishes, that will help. Because believe it or not, frogs drown. So they need something to get back out of the water. You might have hatchlings or juvenile birds that may fall into the water and drown. With water sources, always check them for snakes. So top them up every day and check there's no snakes curled up in there. If there are, call your local wildlife animal rescue group. Other things that you can do, probably the most important thing you can do for wildlife in your yard is keep your cats indoors. I hear many people say that pet cats need to roam. They need to get outside. Well, if you ask my pet cats who are both 16, they'll tell you the opposite because they've never been outside. Not alone. My cats have catteries which are attached to the windows. Now we rent so they're not permanently attached. There's little cat doors popped into the sliding windows and the catteries mean that they are safe. They can go outside. I've built them little mini jungles in their catteries. They can chew on the plants in there because they're all cat safe, cat friendly, and they can go outside. They do their roaming and their hunting out there. I don't mind if they catch something in the cattery. It's very rare because birds and things can't actually get in there. It's fully enclosed. But if they do manage to catch something, it was in their domain. They don't tend to. But you know what? They also don't tend to get hit by cars or anything like that because they are safe. So know your cats do not need to roam. It is not part of their needs to be stolen by other people. It's not part of their needs to be hit by a car. It's not part of their needs to have fights that could be fatal or give them diseases with other cats. They don't need any of that. They need your love. They need to be part of your family. They need a safe place to go to be outside. So always have a cattery. Dogs should be at home. Many dogs will escape, well, we've just had New Year's. That's a great example. They'll escape from loud noises, storms, fireworks. It is your responsibility as a dog owner to make sure your dog is in its yard safely. Dogs can bite. So if you do see a dog out on the street, please approach with caution. Do not let a child approach a dog that you don't know. And even if you do know it, say it's your next door neighbor's dog, 
You've known it all its life. If it's been hit by a car, it will lash out. So approach with caution. There's many, many other types of animals we could discuss today. But I just wanted to bring your attention to the fact that animals have rights too. We talk about health all the time on this podcast. For your own health, approach with caution. For the animal's health, please do the right thing and help it. There is no need to leave an animal in pain or in distress. We do share our environment with everyone, and that's the difference between ego and eco. Ego puts the human above every other animal. Eco is where you understand that you are an animal too, and the rights that you have are the rights that every other animal has as well. So it means if you see one injured or killed, do the right thing by the animal. Now, I hope this short episode has given you a bit more help, a bit more ideas on how to help animals in need. In our next episode, 89, we're talking about labels in life. Now, that could be labels for your health, labels for your personality. And my good friend, Vanessa Antonopoulos, will be sharing her experiences with labels in life. Coming up this year, we have some fantastic guests joining us, talking all things health, wealth and weight loss. But for now, listeners, please respect the animals you share your world with and go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram at Holistic Natural Health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies and more.